Ladies and gentlemen, all my people, welcome to Radio with Gibby. It's your boy Mark Gibbs, Gibby Gibbs, or just Gibbs, whatever you may know me by. Coming to you once again from the lovely city of Sacramento, California. It is so great to be able to talk to you all every week and just connect with different people and reach out to you. So with that being said, I just want to say that I appreciate all of the support that you continue to give me every week. All the messages, all of the encouragement, everything that you do. So I appreciate that. Today is a good day. And today is a good day because I am in a place where I can, you know, do a little mental cleanup and move on from a few things that's been going on in my life. Uh, Today is a good day because it is beautiful outside good weather i actually sat out on my what are we gonna call it uh not a patio balcony i guess you can call it and uh just chilled out enjoyed the weather talked to a friend on the phone you know just sat there taking it all in sometimes you got to make that time for yourself because if you don't make that time for yourself no one else really will so, you know, everything's going pretty well. I'm looking forward to doing some stuff this weekend. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much where we're at. Of course, the show is now on a Tuesday. If you're listening to this now, you see that it came out on a Tuesday. If you didn't catch my last episode, check my last episode. But I talked about that, how I want the podcast on Tuesdays now. And we're going to continue to, you know, try this out, see how it goes. If you are more of a fan of the Monday podcast, why don't you send a review or a comment or hit my inbox? But as far as I'm concerned, this is Radio with Gibby. So uh, we're going to do things the way that Gibby wants to do it. All right. All right. Sounds good. So before I get into what we are going to talk about today, today, I will say this. This is a no spoiler alert because y'all know how I feel about people who spoil shows and movies and things like that. I have very low tolerance for that, so I will just say this is a no-spoiler alert. But, with that being said, did y'all catch that new Game of Thrones? See, I thought I was going to say something about Endgame, didn't y'all? That's what y'all thought. Y'all thought I was going to say something about Endgame. Nah, Endgame was a cool movie. It was a good movie. But that Game of Thrones, though, for real. Like, like, did did y'all really catch that Game of Thrones? I'm going to say it again for those in the back who can't hear me. Just because everybody is watching it doesn't mean it's lame. Check it out. It was a good episode. An hour and a half, too? Like, that is, mwah, that's just, like, perfect. An hour and a half of Game of Thrones? What? Yeah, that episode was real good. I'm definitely looking forward to the next one next week. And for all you people who keep posting spoilers, stop posting spoilers. Dang. Let the other people catch up to it, too. Go back and post some old spoilers about something nobody care about anymore. Go post some Family Matters spoilers. (laughs) Some Fresh Prince spoilers. Go post something nobody watching like that anymore. Don't mind if you spoil it. Grey's Anatomy, I don't know, something. I don't know. One of these shows. I'm not saying people don't care about Grey's Anatomy. I'm just saying Grey's Anatomy Anatomy has been out for, what, like, 
that show's been on forever. Like for real. <laughs> like how long? How long has that show been running? Is it still even called Grey's Anatomy or like has a woman gotten old and had a kid now and now the show's like <laughs> named after her kid? All right, I digress. That's my last joke. I'm kidding. Um anyway, so yeah. Pretty good weekend. Saw Endgame. Saw Game of Thrones. Was with the kids this weekend. That's always real good. And uh, basically we're going from there. So before I just entertain you all so much with my personal life. Because I know y'all just love hearing about what I got going on and stuff like that. I'm going to go ahead and get into this podcast. Today we are talking about one of my favorite subjects. Getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. So before you take that and put it out of context, I just would like to say that the uncomfortable situations or instances that I am talking about do not pertain to those such as people violating your space or violating your rights as a person or situations that may uh, violate your space and violate your right or things that will put you in a situation that is harmful for you. So we're going to go ahead and throw that out. That is not what this is about. Rather, this is a talk more about comfort zones and boundaries, things that I've talked about boundaries before, but comfort zones, I've mentioned it here and there, but I've never really gotten more in depth with it now shout out to my boy jinx for telling me this i want to say last year sometime when we were talking this is something that came up in a conversation and i believe he got it from somewhere else or someone else i'm not sure where he told me one time but i know for me for my purposes it come from my boy jenkins so shout out jinx appreciate it you know me and him will have a lot of good conversations about things like this so Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. I have a question for you all. When is the last time you did something that was uncomfortable for the betterment of yourself or your personal growth? And if it is really easy for you to think of the last time you did something, how often do you do these things? See, we often understand and we've been taught and we learn that a lot of times growth does not come from comfort. Growth typically comes from something that forces us to have to adapt, that forces us to change, to overcome. It is very rare that we are able to reach a new level when we do not step out of our comfort zone. Everything that we do in life isn't hard and everything we do in life isn't uncomfortable. And sometimes we are able to reach different milestones and and do different things and accomplish different things. But a lot of the times in order for us to grow, we have to put ourselves in a situation that we are not necessarily comfortable with. One of my favorite examples or something that we have all heard a lot is no pain, no gain. We hear that all the time, especially when we're talking about being in the gym. 
right? When you're putting in that work, you're in there sweating, you're in there doing your reps, you're on that treadmill, elliptical, stair master, whatever it is that you do, you putting up your max weight. Some of my fellas repping 15 in a row to 225. I got some friends that's probably putting up the 330s closer to 400. Yeah, I'm in the military. I got some swole friends. Heck, some of you all who ain't in the military might be putting up numbers like that. Some of the people who may not be in the gym, but maybe you're doing drills. My boy, shout out to Rico. Got his son in the gym doing drills. Young boy, how old is his son now? I think he's what? Going on six, something like that? A little bit older? Doing basketball drills. Every day, it seems like. Because he is forcing him to grow. To get better. And when I say force, like, I'm not mean like he's not there like with a, with a whistle making, oh, making him. But he is putting him through that training so that he can grow from it. No pain, no gain. Being comfortable with being uncomfortable. Basically meaning that you have the mindset, the mental toughness, the understanding that in order for you to be able to reach that next level, you have to put yourself through something. And that something may not be a comfortable thing. A lot of times I like to think about uh, losing weight. I equate this a lot to losing weight. Now, y'all know if y'all been listening to me for a while or follow me for a little bit, you know that I've had this great battle. And I say battle, but it's been more of a love affair with food. Uh, your boy likes to eat. I've gotten this new thing lately for brunch. I love brunch. Y'all see that in my stories. Mimosas. Eggs Benedict, grilled cheese with bacon, biscuits and gravy, house potatoes roasted to perfection. Y'all hungry yet? So, yeah, <laughs> I've got this thing for food. A couple of years ago when I was going through uh, my divorce and everything, I started stress eating. I didn't realize I was stress eating until I looked in the mirror and correlated um I'll just say some things I saw on the mirror with my eating routine and habits. And I realized that in order to cope with my stress, I was basically picking up the fork, ordering out every day. Got in an argument. Oh, wing stops there for me. If I I felt like things weren't going the way I wanted it to go that way. Hey, Pizza Hut right around the corner. Oh, you know. Something happened at work or something was going on in the household. Maybe, you know, the son was crying a lot and maybe the place wasn't clean or something was going on. That triple dipper from Chili's. Ah, you already know that's the real MVP. Anybody who know me know that triple dipper, dipper is clutch. But then I realized that that wasn't healthy for me. It wasn't good for me. And so recently, and when I say recently, I say the past few months, I started my journey towards weight loss. And whether or not you think that I am a good weight or not, I mean, that's fine. I've been able to maintain myself so that, of course, I keep my uh, standards within the military of being able to pass my fitness assessments and stuff like that. And I can still run and do all this, that, and the other. So it's a personal weight loss journey. It's not like I'm sitting over here like super huge and, you know, super overweight and this, that, and the other. 
but it doesn't matter how other people perceive me. It doesn't matter the fact that I can go and pass a fitness assessment. It doesn't matter that I can go in the gym and lead my team to three wins of pickup basketball. Yeah, pickup basketball champion, son. That that means absolutely nothing, by the way. I'm just saying that I was able to run three games and we won, and I may or may not have scored the most points. And y'all probably are wondering who I played against. Don't worry about that. Just know your boy every now and then get out here and be balling. So if you want to get some of those shots in your face trying to guard me, then hit me up and maybe you can get balled on too. You can get next. But anyways, the point I'm trying to make is is that I was not in a place that I was comfortable with, with my health and with my weight. And so what I decided to do was go on a weight loss journey, as some people call it, or put myself on a routine, which involved me being uncomfortable. One of the reasons I was uncomfortable was because I was now waking up an hour earlier than what I needed to. Now, let's be clear. Let's be real, everyone. Who in here who is listening right now is willing to give up an hour of sleep? I can't see you raise your hand, but I'll just wait for a second for you to say, yeah, that's me. Or for someone to figuratively speaking, raise their hand. Anybody? Bueller? 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 That's an old joke for the people in the back who actually understand that joke. One of the best movies I've ever seen, by the way, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. But anyways, so yeah, no, no, nobody's waking up an hour. And, and honestly, it's really more than hours, more like an hour and a half that I've decided to get up. Because I decided that an early gym schedule was worked best for me when it came to going to work at a certain time in my commute to work. And, you know, the gym that I go to being able to have to. Here's another comfort zone or another uncomfortable thing I had to do. Shower at the gym. So, ladies, I'm going to let y'all in on a little secret. And I don't know how it is for y'all, but let me tell you how it is for the fellas in the room. All right. Showering at the gym is not the most fun thing ever. It it actually can suck depending on what gym you go to. Ain't no way you catching me shower at the base gym. No shade to uh the base and everything, but no, nah, y'all ain't catching me in those showers because uh, that there's definitely that ain't happening. But just uh, there's a lot like a lot of older men go to the locker room and and it's just a lot that be going on. Like, it's too much. And so I have never been a fan of gym showers, especially since, like, a lot of old gym showers, they be open showers and stuff. And I'm going to keep it 100% real with you. I had to do the open shower thing in basic training, and that was because I had to. And past that, not really a huge fan. Just saying. Don't care what other people have to say about that. Don't care about how you feel about that. That's just me personally. I know athletes may have to do it, this, that, and the other. I'm not an athlete. I'm not in that position. Um... I like to be able to get in my shower and not have to even think about if there's someone out there that is looking at me, which again, does that really matter? No, it's more of like a thing where if I don't have to do that, I won't do it. Now, I was fortunate enough that the gym that I go to has a good setup for the showers, you know, nice curtains. They're pretty clean. The showers are actually pretty nice. And so I don't mind doing that, but it's still something that I'm generally not comfortable with, but it fits within my gym schedule. One reason being, I cannot go back home once I go to that gym 
because that gym is the direction towards work and I would have to backtrack uh, an hour, which of course wouldn't make sense. It wouldn't make sense for me to go to a gym. And a lot of you may be asking, hey, why don't you go to a gym that's closer, just that and the other, you can go back home, blah, 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 blah. Trust me, I've worked out all the details and the way that things are for me and the way that things work for me is the gym that I go to now works perfectly for the schedule that I have and for the actual motivation. Another thing where it comes to losing this weight is my food choices. I'm not on keto, but I've gone to more of a low carb diet and that is hard, especially because most brunch items are not low carb. So I really only get to get brunch on my cheat days, which fall on the weekdays or weekends. And if you know me, you know that I enjoy a brunch or two during the week. And so watching what I eat has been something that has been outside of my comfort zone because I have no longer been able to rely on food to comfort me. Therefore, I had to get comfortable with being uncomfortable, at least when it came to my food choices. Well, some of you are like, hey, man, this is the lifestyle that I live. I've been doing that. That might be pretty easy for me or I'm already doing that already. What else is there? Well, there's a lot. Sometimes these things have to do with boundaries. Sometimes these things have to do with our dynamics at work. You know, there could be something that you are struggling with when it comes to a certain aspect of your job, or maybe there's something you're struggling with when it comes to a certain aspect of your education, if you are still in education. And so this is really a conversation about working on those things that you may not be the best with. It is easy to practice what you are already good at. And this is in any area of your life. It is very simple to practice what you are already good at. The challenge is in practicing and putting time into something that you are either not good at or you don't enjoy doing. But the question you have to ask yourself is, is this good for the betterment of myself? There's an aspect of my job that I am not a big fan of. And a lot of people I see it in my career field are not big fans of. And it has to do with numbers and how they run those numbers and how they calculate those different numbers. And, and you know, as an instructor in my job, I tell students all the time, if you are not good at this, this is what you practice. You practice other things, of course, because you want to keep yourself sharp, right? You don't want your skills to erode and dwindle down, but you always should put a priority on those things that you may not be the best at. Get help if you need help. Have someone show you if you need them to show you or sit down and work it out until you get it. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. I had to deal with this when it came to co-parenting with my son. Patience, 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 patience is a big thing for me when it comes to being uncomfortable or being comfortable with being uncomfortable, right? Patience is a huge thing for me. And I say that is because I'm the type of person where I like to get things done and I like them to be done on my time. I like them to be done when I'm ready for them to be done. And I like things to just go ahead and get done. Now, I'm not a per se an impatient person, but I'm not the most patient person I know as well. And when it comes to co-parenting, I'm gonna tell you something right now. Patience is like almost... That that's like 
up there with being almost number one, like top three of things that you have to do because the other parent is not always going to be on your time. And the other parent is going to sometimes do things that you're not going to agree with. And those things don't necessarily have to be to the detriment of your child, but you may not agree with it or you may want to do things another way. I do a podcast on co-parenting when I get to that point. Um, It's still relatively new for me, so I don't want to go in without as much information as I can to help you all out. But if you do have questions about what I do, um, you can always hit me up offline, you know, off of the podcast, hit me up on my personal. But yeah, co-parenting, patience, patience with people. That's uncomfortable for us because a lot of times we want things done. I had to sit back and I had to say, you know what, this co-parenting thing for me It's a marathon. It's not a race because everybody says 18 is a magic number. But realistically, your child is going to be in your life until he's an adult. Your child is going to be in your life for the duration of your life and his life. And he or she won't be a child the whole time. But the point I am trying to make is that we all say 18 is this magic number. But understand that what you do as a parent up until that point is going to affect them throughout their entirety of their life. And so you are really laying a foundation and setting a standard for yourself and that child and the interactions that you have. And so it's really easy to say, I only have to deal with this until they are 18. But what you do, right? What you do up until that point can have long-term effects and lasting implications until that child is an adult and throughout their whole life. And so you never want to take what you're doing for granted. And one thing I had to realize and I had to do was I had to stop trying to control every aspect of everything that was happening with my child. Yes, we have joint custody, but I still had to be patient with his mother and sit back and say, okay, I want to make sure that we are able to do this for as long as we possibly can for what is good for my son. And so I'm going to be more patient in some of the things that I may be asking for, some of the things that I may be expecting, because as long as he is taken care of and he has everything he needs, I'm not going to get out here and act a fool. Being patient. Getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. Breaking out of your comfort zone for the betterment of yourself. Handling things that you should handle. I came to kind of a realization not too long ago. And that realization was. I really, really, really like hate having to go out and about and handling certain things like. I'm not a big fan. I'm not even a big fan of grocery shopping, which is why the whole food thing really uh, was easy to, to fall back on, because it's so much easier to order something than it is to actually go and grocery shop and cook. And yes, your boy can cook. If you've been watching my stories or if you've seen some of my past videos, yeah, I can cook Been cooking since I was little. I'm from the South, South Cat stand up in the building. That good old Southern cooking. And I got that Cali swag. So that West Coast swag. I picked up some things from my West Coast brothers and sisters. Picked up a few things from my Polynesian brothers and sisters. 
from my Pacific Islander brothers and sisters. So, yeah, I got a nice little sprinkle of different type of cuisines. And, of course, being in the military, you know, you're going to learn some things from a whole bunch of other people. So, you know, I got a nice little mix of what I do in the kitchen, you know, but my roots is definitely in the South. But with that, like, it was funny. I was driving the other day and I realized that I get more stuff done when I do the stuff that I don't want to do first or I go to like the stores I don't want to go to first because I realize like a lot of times I'll go out and I'll be like all right I got this whole list of stuff I want to do or that I need to do and I have my little list and I'm like I'm gonna go here I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna be real with you a lot of times I go to the places and I handle the stuff like that I don't mind doing like one thing I hate doing is I hate having to mail stuff off and I've been in that situation before where I have to mail stuff off and so in the past, what I would do is I'd be like, all right, I got to mail this off. I'll go mail this off after I go to Best Buy and get this thing. Because, you know, your boy don't mind going to Best Buy. Because normally if I'm going to Best Buy, it's for something that I really, really want. And then by the time I'm done with Best Buy, and then I'm like, all right, well, I had to do that. Now I need to hit this spot up and go see about that. By the time I do that, that, and the other, it's time for me to go to the post office to mail something off. And I'm just like, oh, man look at the time gotta get back home and then it don't get done and so I realized for myself that it was better for me to do the things that I don't want to do on the front end right as opposed to holding off and doing it later and of course it's a comfort zone for me everybody has our own comfort zones I have a list I have a whole list of places top five places I don't like being at okay pretty sure the post office is up there unless i'm getting a package but most packages don't come through the post office these days right dmvs hate the freaking dmv know a lot of people do i can't stand the dmv hate being a dmvs your boy not trying to be a lawyer so unfortunately i've had to go to courthouses for different legal things in the past couple of years things that had to get done right not a big fan of courthouses at all tell you another place i'm not a fan of some of y'all gonna be like hey it is what it is not a big fan of laundromats nope i'm not bougie had to do the laundromat thing when i was living at home with my parents something we had to do in high school with my own money every weekend had a big container storage container i put all my clothes in because i couldn't fit them in a hamper go to the laundromat sit in there throw your stuff in can't stand laundromats no disrespect for anyone who has to go to the laundromat i'm a big fan of doing what you got to do i'm not looking down on anyone like that the reason i don't like them is because i'm one of those type of people where i have to stay there and watch my clothes like i'm not one of those people who gonna put my stuff in and bounce and some of y'all probably like yo that's your problem but i'm just kind of weird about stuff because i've had enough people like mess with my clothes or mess with stuff in the past so i'm gonna sit there and watch my clothes you know what i'm gonna do in the laundromat for two hours while i'm washing or, or drying or whatever I don't know. Maybe play on my phone. Times have changed, right? We got Netflix downloads. I don't need a signal. I can probably treat it like I'm on an airplane. But then, like, one thing about me, too, is I feel like every time I go to the laundromat, there's always someone in there who want to talk to me, and I don't want to talk to them. I don't know why. It's just a weird thing. Like, there always seems to be someone in the laundromat who I don't feel like talking to. But again... 
if these are all places that I need to go because we don't live in a perfect world. And if I need to go to, to the laundromat to wash something or to take care of something for any reason, if I'm living in an apartment complex where I don't have my own washer and dryer for any reason, then that's something that I got to do. And that's basically that on a very small scale, right? But back to the things that matter in our lives. I talked about being patient. I talked about handling things that you have to handle. One thing that I have to put with that, handling things you have to handle, is your health. Specifically when it comes to the medical care that we receive. Now I know this is a touchy subject for some people because there are a lot of people who believe in natural medicine. And that's fine. People, you know, don't exactly believe in the things that they give you at hospitals. Listen, there are a lot of different layers to that. I don't believe that everything they may give you is good for you. I don't believe that, you know, everyone is out there to help you. I I do know that there are people and businesses and entities that want your money. There are a lot of different layers to that. And I don't have the time or really the desire to try to get into all that. But what I will say is this. Don't put off taking care of yourself when it comes to your health. You know, if you know there's something that you need to schedule, whether it's at a hospital or a doctor's office, your primary care, physician, whatever it may be, take care of that. I have a lot of friends who they don't have a problem with the medical uh, system. They just are too lazy to do certain things. But you only got one body, right? Like we don't get a second shot at this thing. And some things, once they're gone, they're gone. We don't always get back to 100 percent with certain things. And so not to get in your business, because what you do is that's your business. But to all my friends who actually care about their health, don't put off scheduling that test. Don't put off scheduling that exam. Don't put off going to take care of yourself. If you don't believe in doctors and hospitals and this, that and the other, then what is that thing that you can do for your health that you know you've been putting off? And you put it off maybe because it's an uncomfortable thing. One of the most uncomfortable things that we can do is address our mortality. That is not a comfortable thing because by addressing our mortality, we are addressing that one day we will die and that any day we can die. And nobody wants to hear about that. Nobody wants to talk about that. But it is a reality of life and it's a reality that you know, it was really easy for me to keep going about my way and not have to worry about that too much. But now that I have a son, I understand that I have to have certain things in place just in case. Because that's life. And not to get too, you know, down or whatever on you, but just a, a quick example of that. Like, I, let, me, let me tell you, they tell us all the time we have to update our 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 death benefit list all the time in the military and stuff and we're always updating that and, and whatever whatever but let me tell you something you know it it's tough when you start talking about wills and and uh you know distribution of your assets and your request for if you pass and what to do with you and this that and the other but when you got a child <laughs> like that that's not stuff that you can just be like oh yeah when well whenever happens happens They'll pay out whatever amount of money to whatever and 
and they'll just keep it moving. Like, nah, when you got a kid, it's like, dang, like, I actually have to address this seriously because I want to make sure that something happens to me. My child will be taken care of. And it's a comfort zone thing. And unfortunately, it's something that doesn't go away because that's something that you have to update every so often. Well, before you know it, you got you don't put your stupid, not stupid. You don't put your you don't made a will with your ex-wife. And 10 years later, you newly married. <laughs> and they're like, yo, you ain't take care of that. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's just I mean, it, I'm sure it's happened before. People put stuff in and they set it and forget it, as we like to say, and then they move on. It's like, hey, yo, uh, Mr. Jones decided to leave the rest of his estate to Miss Hernandez. And Miss Rodriguez over here, like, wait a minute, Miss Hernandez, he got her up out the paint five years ago. And they're like, yes, but he'd never update his will. Or his information. <laughs> so now Miss Hernandez and Miss Rodriguez got a problem. Miss Hernandez over there, like, yo, I'm about to get paid. And Miss Rodriguez over there, like, yo, what the heck? Those are completely made up names in a completely made up situation. I have no idea if there really is a Miss Hernandez and Miss Rodriguez who was dealing with that, but the point still remains, right? I mean, that's how I be. It's stuff like that that we have to address, right? And one last example that I'll bring up when it comes to being comfortable with being uncomfortable has to do with having conversations that you should have. And, you know, with that, there are times where a lot of times people are reluctant or unwilling to address certain people with certain conversations that they have whether it be someone they work with a family member someone who they are in a relationship with a friend but the fact of the matter remains that in this life there are going to be times where we have to have these conversations with friends with family that we may not have want to have and this is a necessary evil as they say in life If you feel that that person is taking advantage of you, if you feel that that person is crossing a boundary, if you feel that someone is asking something of you that they should not be asking of you, at times we have to have these conversations that we may not be comfortable with. And it's not always a negative thing. Sometimes you have to have uncomfortable conversations with a person who you have absolutely no problem with. The simplest example of that is, is if you guys are out here and you are sexually active, ooh, taboo subject, sex, nobody wants to talk about it, ooh. You've been with that person for a while, but you have not been with that person on that level. Somebody in here tell me it's not kind of uncomfortable having that what's your status conversation when last time you've been tested. You know, I talk about stuff like this because I'm very big on people's health. Again, I'm not getting in your business. You do what you want to do. You out here and you trying to pull and pray. Hey, 
hey, if you're trying to pull and pray, you're trying to pull and pray. You know? But at some point in time, you have to take your health seriously and have that conversation with that person. That's an uncomfortable conversation with a person who, hey, you may not have a problem with. That uncomfortable conversation at work, if there is a dynamic of your workplace that is not necessarily the person who is in charge, who you have a problem with, but maybe you have a problem with the dynamic of that workplace and having that conversation may seem like you are complaining or it may seem like you're being soft or ungrateful or whatever the situation may be. It's not always about that. Because being comfortable or getting comfortable with being uncomfortable goes along the lines of taking care of yourself. I've talked about that before. I've mentioned that in a podcast before about taking care of yourself and how important that is. But again, sometimes this is as simple as having conversations with people that you're not necessarily comfortable with. So all of these things go into that. Everything that I talked about today goes into that comfort zones and boundaries and things like that. Not talking about being in a bad situation, but things like losing weight and the things that we have to put ourselves to accomplish that. Eating healthy, being patient with certain situations and certain people in life, handling those things that we don't want to necessarily handle, having conversations we don't necessarily want to have, taking care of yourself. This all encompasses the whole reaching theme, the whole thing of get comfortable with being uncomfortable. That is how you are going to grow. That is how you are going to set new milestones and reach new heights and get to those things that you want to get to. And one last example for the people, like one thing I had to get comfortable with was putting myself out there and not worrying about what other people thought. Music's about to come out real soon. I don't really care what people think about it. I'm doing it because I'm doing it for me. It's what I love to do. I do this podcast every week. I'm sure there are people who they don't really like me or they think it's corny or they don't care who funny enough will listen to this, but I don't care. It was a comfort zone, though. It was a thing that I had to overcome. I had to get comfortable with doing these things because I understood that it would help me to grow. And now I have dedicated, faithful listeners. Now I have people who I've affected in a good way. Now I have people who have come and told me that some of my words and what I've said has helped them. And if I don't do it for anyone else, I have to continue to do this for them. I had to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. So what are you going to do? How are you going to handle this? When's the last time you did something that was uncomfortable for the betterment of yourself? Think about that. And then go ahead and do what you need to do so that you can grow and you can live your best life. Ladies and gentlemen, 
all my people thank you so much for listening to this episode of radio with gibby you know it's definitely been a journey for me we're about to hit may and uh, i've been doing this consistently for the last few months i started doing this last year sometime i actually want to say my first episode may have been in 2017 but i'll have to check on that and make sure but i've definitely been doing this consistently for a little while and i'm going to keep up with it now with that being said june is going to be a month where i'm going to be focusing on my music so the schedule as of now is i will continue to put these out every tuesday until june and then from there i'll mainly be putting out uh, different clips and different things like that and i'll do a few every now and then but the tuesday schedule is not going to run through the summer months only because of my summer months they are going to be a lot busier and i'm am going to be focusing on my music so again go back listen to the episodes now and uh you know use those months as a time to catch up once we get there but like i said i'll be putting them out every tuesday for the duration of may up until that point and from then we'll put them out i don't know yet maybe maybe a couple a month a few a month maybe every other week we'll see and go from there because again you know i ain't gonna leave you guys hanging but at the same time there's some other stuff that i want to do and if you have been one of the fortunate ones to hear the preview of my music you know i got some good things going on in that department of my life department whatever my music department hey it's about to be something like that when this kvm get popping anyways two more important episodes planned or one episode really i'm still going to do that other kickback episode the other part we'll get that done eventually and then of course the gift card giveaway that i'm gonna do as well as the podcast listener appreciation episode with that being said if you want to be name dropped if you want to be mentioned even if you want me to throw out a page follow or product follow or something for you on my podcast listener appreciation page listen up you have to let me know either by leaving a review or hitting me up on my instagram or facebook if you have the facebook the instagram is the underscore g-i-b-b-y g-i-b-z that is the gibby gibbs the underscore g-i-b-b-y g-i-b-b g-i-b-z g-i-b-b-y g-i-b-z so that's the gibby gibbs hit me up on there hey if you a podcast if you're on apple podcast you gotta go ahead and drop that review and that rating if you're on another podcast service and they don't have it that's fine you will have an opportunity to do something like that in the future but apple podcast listeners drop that rating drop that review like share comment do all that on whatever page you have access to whether it be facebook or the instagram or follow me on both if it's like that and as i always say for every episode hey i appreciate the support i appreciate everything that you guys have been doing because you know when it's all said and done you already know you already know you already know and if you don't know i'm gonna let you know right now if you don't know i'm gonna take the opportunity to let you know right now this train this train is about to leave the station 
So if you're trying to get down with Radio with Gibby, if you're trying to get down with Mark Gibbs, if you're trying to get down with KVM, if you're trying to get down with the music movement, if you're trying to get down with the improve yourself, be better, live your best life moving, you got to get on this track. As I go up, as we move forward, you moving with me too because we all came in this thing together. So we going to leave together. So you better get on this track. Because you know what I always like to say. And I'll say it again for everyone that's listening. I love to live life and live our shell. Y'all be good. Y'all be great because y'all some great people. And thanks for listening to Radio with Gibby.